Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Why are you over there crying like Tammy Faye Baker? Recap, Episode 1. Cookie and the boys have organized a free Lucius concert for thousands. Everyone who's anyone is there. Andre Leon Talley, Don Lemon, Bill Clinton, and Lucius Al Sharpton. Word in the street is he ain't right on this. But the event is really a ruse to lure one more celebrity, Marissa Tomei. Call me Mimi. As a gold-digging patroness who is looking for a record label to play with. Come on, boy. We gotta get her 250 million so we can get our empire. Meanwhile, the dangerous drug kingpin, Frank Gathers, is locked up with Lucius. Nobody touches Frank Gathers. And Frank finds out that Cookie snitched on him. Bitch. Mimi is convinced to help Cookie, Andre, Hakeem, and Anika take over Empire. Miss Whiteman has committed $250 million. She's in. Except Lucius got to Mimi first. We had a deal. I met with Lucius this morning and made a better deal. Lucius is ruthless at outmaneuvering Cookie, but he still protects her when she's threatened by Frank Gathers. Kill her. Make it loud and make it long. Father is a tampon. He is a eagle maniac. Even so, Lucius remains the king of the empire, even from behind bars. What was that? Empire came back and it pulled no punches whatsoever. Before the first commercial break, we hear Cookie call her baby's daddy a tampon. A tampon. We used to call them vampires. Now, we got Cookie out here giving us new words to use in the game of the dozens, and you could just call somebody a tampon, and we all know what that means. We got Anika doing her version of twerking, have no idea what that was. But it was certainly gifable. Then we have Lucius with one of the most gangster lines in all of television history. Last night was a party. This, by the way, is an Empire After Party from WNYC. I am your host, Josanne Cummings. To celebrate the return of what is clearly going to be once again the best show on television... I invited a few of my closest friends, about 175 of them, to WNYC's street-level studio, the Green Space, so we could laugh together, yell together, shake our heads, just wave our hands in the air like we were actually in church or something. We also took some time out to talk about what they loved on the show and what they were looking forward to, and you can guess exactly what that was. Or rather, I should say who that was. My favorite character is Cookie. Do you have a favorite character? <laughs> Cookie! Cookie! Cookie, come on! So dramatic. It's just hilarious. She's my mom. That's how my mother really is. <laughs> Do you have a favorite character besides Cookie? No, Cookie's my favorite. Oh, and everybody else is dope too, but I'm really here to see Taraji tear it up on screen. What did I tell you? Cookie's the best. She's everything. She's MVP already and the season just started. You think I don't know that stupid? What did you like about last night's season premiere? What did you hate about last night's season premiere? 
You know how to get at us. That is at Empire Podcast on Twitter. You should be following us, and you should definitely at us. Come into our mentions. Let us know what you loved and what you hated about it. I'll tell you what I loved. I loved Marissa Tomei. She killed it. The bolo ties, that awkward dancing. I was like, wow. I, I was I was blown away by her. My big disappointment was that we didn't get to hear that Drip Drop remix. I know, I know. Nobody has said anything leading up to last night's season premiere that there would be some Drip Drop remix, but that's what I want, and I guarantee you that's what the streets want. I also talked to some really fun, smart people about how the show made them feel. I want to play you my conversation with John Caramonica, pop culture writer for the New York Times, Jamila Lemieux, senior editor at Ebony Magazine, and Kevin Brown, a.k.a. Dot Com, from the television show 30 Rock. Jamila led the evening telling us what she liked and what she didn't like about the premiere. I didn't realize how much, how happy I would be to have these dysfunctional people <laughs> back in my life. Right? I missed them. You know, and it's rare that I get attached to a television show and the way I got attached to this one. And this was a show that I saw, I read about it, and I was like, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Terrence. I'm not doing this. And I saw <laughs> a super trailer, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I have not missed a moment since. So what I was happiest about was having them all back. Okay. Um, there wasn't really anything that disappointed me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm really... Well, D-Ray Davis went and got kind of fine on us. D-Ray, yep. And then his head got cut off, and then I had to go on Twitter after watching the episode twice. I still had to go on Twitter to confirm whose head that was because it looked like a white man or a Latino dude. I was like, well, whose head was that in the box? And he tweeted himself that it was him, so... We won't get to see him looking like that anymore this season, which is unfortunate because he got really cute. And Chris Rock got killed, too, and he looks kind of good, too. And I tweeted, I was like, yo, I want Chris Rock to, like, bulk up. Y'all don't think Chris okay. Rock looks like that? They support that one right there. We got to move. Let me tell you, though. Then I'll wrap up. Let me tell you something, Chris. Because I know you're newly single, right? So okay. how about you and your kid get together with me and my kid? That's at Chris Rock. We could do this every on, other weekend. That's at Chris Rock on Twitter, I think. You can jump into his DMs. We got some play dates. Point. Kevin? Well, uh, Jamila, everyone was with you until you said how fine <laughs> Chris, Chris Rock, Rock is all of a sudden. We gotta, we'll talk about that later. But, uh... I'm not. I'm not a journalist. I think I'm the only one on on this panel that's not a journalist, not a writer. I'm a fan of the show. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I look for moments. I look for exciting moments. Mm -hmm. And there there were tremendous moments in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Cookie and her peacock outfit at the beginning of the show. Oh man. And you notice Portia had the peacock hair to match the outfit. (laughs) That was working. The details. Uh, The details. Yeah. The details were incredible. Um. Uh. You know, I don't know if anybody else thinks like this, but as a dark-skinned brother, I saw a light-skinned show when the, when the show first came on, right? I saw a yellow real, show, a high yellow show. Keep it real, little, Kevin. I was a little bothered by it. Uh, that is all true. And then okay. that's season one, and then I was a little bothered because they started killing off the dark-skinned people Malik that were Yoba. on the show. Rest in peace, Vernon. Rest in peace, and, Bunky. And, and they just bringing on more yellow people, and it offended me <laughs> as a dark-skinned brother. 
What was that? What was that? Stay woke. Stay woke. Did you read for Bucky? Stay woke. Did you read for Bucky? No, I didn't read for Bucky. You could have been Bucky. But I did read for one of the prison guys. Well, something I don't remember the scene yet. But I read for one of the orange suit dudes. I, I didn't get the part, obviously. It might have been the D-Ray part. It might have been the part. My head was too big to fit in the box. So. John, what about you? Um, Luckily, Jamal didn't sing too much this episode. That's a relief. That's a relief. Gen- a so, <laughs> um, a but tell me, uh, genuine spirited relief. Okay, so first of all, when when Cookie says to Anika that she couldn't even dike right, this is Jamil and I were <laughs> meaning nice, nice. about that. Couldn't even dike right. Yeah. I mean, nice. just a phenomenal moment and the, and the fake twerk that Anika had to put on Mercy right. Tomei. Um, also, Hakeem's Iohawk. Oh, yeah. The, the, the hoverboard. The, the hoverboard. coming around Peak the corner. Peak hoverboard. Peak hoverboard. We're here. And Ian also pointed out uh, Mercedes rims on that. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Spinners. I don't, I don't know. Is that, a, is that an option available on the Spaceport You know he had a customized one. Yeah, he got a customized one. You know he had a customized one. So those, to me, were the standouts um, as far as letdowns. But I feel like an interesting thing that Empire does is it sort of comments upon its own hypocrisy kind of within the show. Mm-hmm. So the sort of falseness of the opening moments. Yes. Um, and the kind of, you, you're open up, but it's like, we're talking about mass incarceration. We're talking about right. all these important issues. And then behind the scenes, it's like, do we, are we really doing right, this? So is right, this like, right. did we really invent this entire right. political rally just to like get these white people to give us money? Right. Like, that's, yeah. But that's something that, you know, basically the show anticipates the criticism and then folds it in, I which, do, is, which is clever. I do want to build on that because there are a lot, of, there is a lot of, you know, you can't even dyke right, lesbian bitch. Uh, there, there are a lot of, there is a lot of offensive, politically incorrect language, but yet it somehow kind of seemed to me that the most disingenuous part was that opening scene, mm-hmm. was a rally. Um, how do you think they get away with that, though, uh, in, in saying those things that are supposed to offend us and shock us, and we just end up laughing at them? And the part that may bother us the most is the part maybe that they want to they want us to take the most serious. I think two things. One, I think, and when when we watched it before and and Cookie jumped up and down in the gorilla suit, I was like, this is the moment that launched a thousand think pieces, Mm -hmm. right? And I was so happy that I would not have to read any of them. (laughs) Um, But I think that when the episode ends, you've forgotten about it. You know, right. and that the fact that it opened up with this crazy, you know, somebody's like, no, nah, I'm writing my shit tomorrow. Yeah. That's going to be <laughs> somebodywebsite.com. But, like, the, that it happened so early in the episode, the, the kind of, for me, what was the most jarring moment next to you can't even dyke, right, uh, uh, w- w- was that, Cookie in the Suit and the Black Lives Matter. And it wasn't just Black Lives Matter being interpreted. It was also they used red, black, and green. Mm-hmm. And I, but I, but... I think how they really saved themselves was having little drip drops say, well, why are we doing this for Lucia? That's right. his name. I'm never going to know it. I'm not even trying Hakeem. to know. Ha- whatever. Hakeem. Yes. Brusher. He has too many. Brusher. He has too many names. Little drip drop. The three cuts in his eyebrows. Trying yeah, to exactly. Out. Bring a, bring a he haircut said that, you know, when, when he made the comment about, well, why are we doing this for Lucia's when we should be doing this for the brothers who should not be locked up? Because mm-hmm. we know that Lucius mm-hmm. did what he did. I thought, th- I thought that was an important... Yeah. 
I thought that was a really dope way to kind of justify almost what they did and to say, we're going to use this ridiculous ploy of getting this woman's money mm -hmm. to get these lines on TV, on primetime TV. So we're saying some really right. important things that you should hear. Somebody's making the comment that like, no, this isn't the way we do it, but you did it and you snuck it on the Fox. And also, I think the part of the reason that you that, that they get away with saying these things, that there's not going to be a huge backlash to to you can't even dyke right now this other stuff is that these characters are that lovable that's the thing like right. that these particular this group of people we are forgiving a lot of their things we don't want to pull them to the carpet we do you know i don't think there's going to be a lot of empires problematic somebody's going to ruin the fun somebody's going to do it but i but the i think that we just like the yeah. fun police yeah. are going to show up at some point but i think even the fun police and i'm a part-time member of the fun police i might be like an associate deputy right <laughs> Right. But we right. just like them too damn much because they're that likable. Just a, a, a quick yeah. thing. When did the Keith Murray lookalike get yeah. signed? Who was that? Who was like, that? Is Who he was on that? season one? No, seriously. It's a, a legit question. Is he on season one, no. that guy? What, and, and Swiss Beats. Hey, he's just having to get work, son. I mean, I, I, you know, <laughs> like the, the, the cameo was just you could get anybody to play that part. You can get anybody to play the part of uh, Frank um, Frank Gathers. Right. Um, what you know, Kevin? You're you're a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me, like, do you ever go for serious parts? Is this something that all comedians desire to do? Play a serious role once in their career. Comedians, we just we just trying to get money. We trying to get money. <laughs> right. right. We're trying to get money. Right. We're trying to get work. Yeah. But I will say this. I will say this. I feel you know. I feel like y'all being a little hard on the show. Okay. First of all, as a comedian, there's a setup to a punchline, right? Right. And I believe that opening thing, that opening free Lucius concert, was just a setup. Right. Had nothing to do with the episode. Mm -hmm. It was just the setup. Gorilla suit. I don't know where that came from, but okay, that was cool. But it was the setup. Yeah to get you ready for the moments. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And for, for creative license or comedic license, a comedian, we can go extra far on the setup just to get you prepped for that. Like, put your chin right there so when I hit you with this thing, it'll really knock you out. Right. I didn't like the... I'm going to be honest. I wasn't pleased by the, the, the casting of Chris Rock as this gangster. Mm -hmm. Right. I wasn't pleased by that. That threw no, me a little bit because we don't you know him anything. For that. Nobody, I'm whatever. a huge Chris Rock fan. But the moment when it flipped the script... That was a nice moment. That was a nice yes. TV moment. Mm -hmm. yes. So it's like I, I say, you know, one thing led to the next thing. But, you know, as, as an actor, you know, out there in the audition scene and all that kind of stuff, everybody's trying to get on this show. Mm -hmm. Every actor, every rapper, every ball player is trying to get on this show right now. And Swiss Beats just happened to get that part. But everybody <laughs> wants to be on this but show. But also it's like in addition to everybody trying to be on the show, Lee Daniels seems to be trying to get everyone on the show. Almost yeah. I feel like writing <laughs> writing roles just to get like, oh, so-and-so wants to be on? Okay, we'll figure something out. I you. don't know if Donnie and, McClurkin is going to come on. <laughs> yo, season three, Empire. That, em that, <laughs> John, I wanted, to, I wanted to get your take in terms of the music. Um, did you have any expectations going into it? Um, did you hear anything? I thought that they were a little bit more current. They had Flick of the Wrist. You mean for the... Yeah, for, for, the, the, for this episode... And just in terms of its relation, because wait, but besides, I, people, like that opening people, song felt really fresh to you. Uh, no, like no, but, 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 like but I was, I was, 
I was glad that Hakeem was out there. What what a time to be making subpar political raps. <laughs> like that's that's what it is. I I I, I like Hakeem. He verse. forgot about that song because it was the beginning of the episode. It was yeah. like that's right. It yeah, up. but I mean, just in general, the the relationship that this television show has with music, I really do feel like they want people to take it serious. And it was a success on Billboard, and I don't know what that means. That's in just stream. That's you know streaming. No, who Do, me, me personally? personally? I like some of the songs. I, I mean, like I I want to hear Drip Drop every time I yeah, go out. Absolutely, yeah. Every time I go I out, that is agree. my that is my song. Um, but do you think that do you think that it should I, get better? You know, they they do have Neo coming. On oh yeah, because he's hot right now. Yeah, he, yo, yeah. Neo is burning these streets. Up. <laughs> oh my God, another yo, Neo banger. Another one? Are you serious? Whew. Josette, why didn't you tell me it was another Neo banger? So I'm sorry. I'm going to clear my schedule. <laughs> God. No, I mean, here's the problem. You're working with a very specific set of actors and right. a very specific skill set. So you listen to Yaz. Anybody listen to Yaz's actual rap? Like How his many actual... names does he have? You got yeah. three names. Brashear, yes. Yaz, and Hakeem. Yeah. Hakeem. I don't know if anybody's listening to actual Yaz music. It's not that fire. But... But there's he, he is at least sure. Yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah, he's but he is closest to making records. Also, it's very laughable when he's telling Marissa Tomei that these Atlanta cats are trying to yeah. get us, but we got them because yes. literally that's talk about the most fictional aspect of the show. Name name a New York rapper who is, who is not getting eaten by Atlanta. Yes. So that's that's insane. Right. Right. That's clear right. clear fiction. But but Yaz. There, there. See what you did, man. See what These you are did. facts. I hope the live stream is catching my furrowed brow. <laughs> um, um, I don't enjoy the majority of the music on Empire, and I think that there is. I, I'm also not the biggest. Tim, I, I like Timbaland, Missy better than Timbaland by himself. So we can have a whole conversation about Timbaland being probably the worst of the producers that Jay Z's worked with, and nobody wants to have. But whatever, that's just me. And I like, and I like. I'll say this. When I hear the music, to me, it feels like what younger people are really listening to. It feels accurate. So it's not so much about That's my right. enjoyment. That's, That's right. not even close. To me, it feels like the white guy stuff here. I don't know what young, what young people are you hanging out with. No. It sounds peak Neo and yeah. peak... What young people are listening to Neo? <laughs> Okay, okay, Maybe okay. We're gonna, we're gonna. I think Mom, I, you embarrassing I think me. I stopped messing with young people music. No, no, I think I think it's graded. I think it's I think it's graded on the curve. I think that if th this music can't stand alone by itself without the television show, we need the irony of it all Sorry, so yeah. that we can enjoy it. And it that's why. Narrative and that, I thought yeah, it was that, whack because y'all just like whack shit. That's, that's why we enjoy it. So um, like, clearly a problem is not we're going to wrap the, we're going to wrap, uh, wrap this up. I just want to give everybody just kind of, if you all had one bold prediction, me. if like, you all you had one like bold prediction about um, this coming season or something that you would like to see if you were writing this season, what would that be? Just give me like one bold prediction or one character development that you would like to see. We'll start with you, Jamila. We'll go down the line, and then we'll close it out. 
bold prediction. If I could jump complete, because I think anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the writers. And I, I think this I mean, is the most amazing cast, cast. And then the writers and everyone is just so phenomenal here. So I'm sorry I don't love your music, because otherwise I think everyone is so great. Bold prediction, Cookie and Anika. Like, I feel like there could be a thing there, and that would be bold. That is that is a bold. Like, maybe she could show her how to dike right. That is a bold. <laughs> Woo, yes. That's um, a, that was a line that was said on the show, so yes, I don't want that to yes, be, like, attributed yes, to me, to, like, that. my mind. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> she said it on TV. Kevin? Fox. Well, uh, I'm a, I'm still a fan of the show. I love the show. <laughs> I'm a fan of the show. But I'm a fan of Nashville too. Nashville, Nashville be doing it with the music too. I got you got me on that one. You got me on that one. But I think the music sets the stage. I like the balance of the show uh, tonight because right after they kill the light skinned dude, they kill the dark skinned dude. <laughs> so just to keep the balance, don't be killing off all the dark skinned people. Right. Because they're right. going to kill Antoine right. Fisher next, and then Becky's going to get killed oh, next, and then oh, no. all the dark skinned people going to be oh, off the no. show, and I don't appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> John, do you. <laughs> now say something musical, man. John, do you have, do you have a bold prediction? There is not going to be a Neo comeback off of the back of him being on Empire. I think that's like a safe. That's the safest prediction. You know, I'm I'm kind of hoping for a Neo comeback. If I can yeah. identify the office that I was working in the last time Neo had a hit, and it is not yeah. the office I'm currently affiliated, like yeah. if it's that long ago. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Also, hat like the hats of 2015 are so much better than Neo's hats. Real talk. Futures hats, Rory's hats, like oh, the hats of 2015 are so it, much better it, that if Neo's going to come back with that short brim fedora and try to bring yo, but it's ne- not ready for coming. But let's be honest, Neo's hats have to work harder than everybody else's hat. <laughs> no, no argument. No argument. <laughs> that, um, Neo's hats I, work I, overtime. I hate to, I hate to end this, but I want to thank each and every one of you for coming out tonight. I want to thank. Can we give a hand to our panelists here? Jamila Lemieux, Kevin Brown, John Caramonica. And I want to thank you all for listening. Keep in mind, if you're just joining us, this is our second episode. You can listen to our first one. You can also catch Jamila, John, and Kevin's panel discussion all at wnyc.org backslash empire. Make sure to tweet at us each and every week empire podcast one word we want to hear from you and before i go we actually had a great time in between the commercial breaks playing a game with our guests we had beloved wnyc morning edition host satirius johnson that's my name take a bite read some of the best lines from season one of empire i'm not watering my music down for no tweens Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next week. My name is Josanne Cummings, and I am out. Now, I know you've been in jail for a minute, but do you even know what a debutante is? 